You're listening to the Luke Page Podcast, episode number 24. Make sure you click subscribe so you can stay up to date because I'll release a new episode every couple of weeks. You can also find me over on Instagram, which is at Luke underscore page. And for coaches that are out there listening to this that were wanting to build a six-figure business, I've got a group over on Facebook where every single week I do live trainings, I do live coaching sessions with the members, so you can basically get help building your coaching business for free. So all you got to do is head over to Facebook and search Six Figure Coaching Business Secrets. I'll also put the link to that in the show notes. But today I catch up with Ryan Bowles and everything today is all about how to build a successful Facebook group, how to grow it, how to keep it engaged, how to monetize it. Welcome to the Luke Page Podcast. I am here to inspire people to live a life that they love. It's why I do what I do. Join me on the pursuit of my last vision and my own business success through meeting amazing business owners, entrepreneurs, and forward-thinking people that are here to make impact and change the world. Awesome, man. All right, everybody. So we've got Ryan Bowles here. And uh, Ryan's the master when it comes to Facebook groups. So all today is about talking about how to grow a Facebook group, how to keep it engaged and monetize it, and ultimately um, build it to six figures, get you to six figures. So Ryan Bolo, Bolsey, mate, welcome. <laughs> Luke, thanks for having me, dude. No problems, man. Mate, do you want to just start with the usual stuff? Like just tell everyone a little bit about yourself, where you're from, uh, how did you get into what you're doing, and exactly who you're helping. Yeah, well, we were talking pretty local Aussie, you know, towns just before. So we're in Currumbin. If anyone's been to Australia or lives <laughs> here, um, it's the most so- sort of southern point of Queensland. Uh, it's really tropical on the Gold Coast. So currently, though, it's, it's overcast and sort of waiting for the rains to come. Um, mm. I actually thought Currumbin was are. northern um, Sydney, man, northern New South Wales. So it's Queensland. Yeah, the border is literally... Yeah, like two minutes, two minutes that way. So okay. we're right on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we're actually so, up in Byron Bay. Probably sorry, bro. I was we we're up in oh. Byron Bay um, a couple of months ago. Um, we actually got married there, so we're oh, always sick. around your area, pretty close to it. So yeah, we love Byron. Yeah, it's a great spot in the world. Yeah, you got Chris cool. Hemsworth there, and who else mate, is we there? actually saw him. Everyone. We actually saw yeah? him. Um, <laughs> my wife loves him. Yeah, like loves him. And then we're sitting we at We all love him. Yeah, he's a legend. He's a legend. Um, we're at a cafe and she's like, uh, you know his wife, Elsa? Oh, I don't, but I just love Chris. So, oh, okay. So, well, if, you're a, if yeah. you're a massive fan, then uh, you know his wife as well. So, well, my, my wife's wife, like, yeah, she knows. just said, yeah, I know Elsa. Yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> yeah. at this cafe and she's like, oh my God. She's like, Elsa's behind you. And I'm like, uh, who's Elsa? And she's like, Chris's wife. And I'm like, she's like, look, don't, don't be like, don't, don't be noticeable. And then I'm, I looked to there and then anyway, I'm like, okay. And then she walked down like maybe next door and we could see them like standing around with kids and she's like, oh, they're the kids and that's their dog. And she's <laughs> like, who's that guy there? She's like, oh my God, it's Chris. So we actually so had our good. dog and we like, she's like, go use Sonny to interact that's with their great. dog. So we walked over there with the dog and the dog's interacting with him. And um, mate, I no said, uh, I said, Critter, how you going, Critter? <laughs> and he goes there you go mate so that's <laughs> that's our chris Hemsworth story sorry that's, man 
Let's get back that's into an, the introduction of you. <laughs> that's the best claim to fame I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I don't know if I've got any movie star. I've been very close to movie stars, but never had my dog interact them with mm. them, probably because I don't own a dog. But Got to get anyway, a dog mate for that. <laughs> good fun. Well, yeah, and that's a whole other story. But um, <laughs> where were we? Intros, I guess. Intros, so we're in Corumbin. Um, been in business for 13 years and tried everything under the sun. I coming out of high school, you know, didn't want to go down the university route. And if anyone knows me, uh, or my close friends know me, you know, I failed art in high school. That's the sort of student that I was in terms of like, what, what do I do from here? I tried art and I failed. Um, oh, and so we were talking off air. I went on to start a metal band in 2006 was the first one, or I joined one in 2006. And that failed. And then we started one with a bunch of friends in 2009. Um, prior to that, I'd become a, a PT. You know, I did my Cert 3 and 4 that pretty much everyone in that era did because it was a, it. the hot thing to do. The stock uh, standard, eh? What's, yeah. The stock well, standard Cert 3 stock and 4. Standard. <laughs> yep. And I yep. trained people for a couple of years and I thought, this is great. Then I broke my back on a trampoline and oh, yeah. a whole bunch of stuff went down. And I thought, oh here we go. And the band was also happening at the time. I went to uni during that time. I thought, all right, nothing else has worked. I'll go try the university route that I never wanted to do. Uh, mm. I wanted to become a, a PE teacher uh, until chemistry pretty much kicked me in the balls. And I was like, what, why do I have to learn chemistry to be a PE teacher? This is just ridiculous. Yeah. Dropped out of uni after a couple of years. And from there, I trialed a bunch of things you know i got into business with one of my best friends we started a sunglass uh company not these but you know sunglasses we were manufacturing them from mm. china and we were selling them at markets and in retail here we, we launched kickstarters for watches um i dabbled in mlm all of these things while the band was you know growing and growing the band you know we signed to sony we released a couple of records two of the world had some fun there and I learned sort of marketing and sales because oh, nice. yeah. I was the guy behind the desk slinging t-shirts Yeah, and quickly realized that you needed a hot looking business like band, sorry, business band, same thing mm. that had great brand, you know, great marketing um, more so than sometimes what the music actually sounded like. If you could grab someone's mm. attention, then yep. they might listen to the music. Uh, so it learned a lot there just cutting our teeth in the industry and I grew a graphic design business because we didn't have money to pay someone. So I learned graphic design on Photoshop. <laughs> this is all over the place, but to give a listener an idea of like this Ryan guy just didn't, you know, do some cool stuff overnight. You know, it's been years of trial and error. Yeah. Um, and with the graphic design, you know, we grew an agency and then I flipped it to the info coaching space of like, there's lots of other graphic designers that don't know how to gain clients uh, that don't know how to charge correctly and build a business. And I created a course, my first online course with that. And that's where I tied it to Instagram and grew a following, but then also flipped it to Facebook groups, which is sort of what we're going to be chatting about today. And mm. on my own, not knowing how to grow or monetize a group, I just worked it out. Um, and managed to take that course to six figures in its sort of first 18 months, just fiddling around. 
um, until I sort of got frustrated with that marketplace and the, the clientele that I was hanging out with. I thought, oh, I want to do more than this and serve people on a greater scale. And that's where I sort of went. I wonder if business owners, coaches, entrepreneurs need help with Facebook groups. So how did you actually started? Yeah. Where did like the niche come from the business owners, like the, the neat, the coaches and everything like that? What was the transition yeah. to go from graphic designers to, to coaches and everything like that in that area? Yeah, it's a big, it's a big flip. I always loved yeah. coaching. I grew up in a entrepreneurial family. I saw my parents coach people and lead and I just found myself in graphic design. You know, it wasn't that I'd chosen that path. It was like, Hey, I could make money uh, with clients while we were touring in a band. I couldn't hold down a job anywhere else. So it was sort of like necessity that I put bread on the table, so to speak as a graphic designer, but it wasn't my be all end all game plan. Um, and then in 2017, I started getting into or hanging out with people in the coaching space. You know, you one brings two and you start meeting more and more people and connecting. Obviously Facebook's a great place to do that. And I started going, man, I've got a, you know, I love these conversations, you know, the chat we're about to have, this is what I really love waking up to do is to have real conversations about business and growth and strategy. How can I get my, um, you know, my skill set into this space? And so that's where the, the bubbling question arose. Um, and then I just started asking the questions, you know, to the, the coaches or entrepreneurs that I knew, like, would it be helpful? Do you have a Facebook group? You know, if you could grow it, if you could sell your stuff via it. And I just started surveying everyone that I knew online, offline to try and get some real time feedback as to whether I'd be onto something or not. Beautiful. Um, all right. Well, let's get stuck into it. Yeah. Let's kind of start talking about this Facebook group, uh, which would be yeah, interesting. rambling from me. Like, no, it's, it's, I mean, like a lot of the people listening to this are going to mainly heavily uh, using Instagram and it's just like myself. Sure. I mean, I, 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 um, I started my business about a year and a half ago and I was, I learned my stuff by working for a, a coaching company doing the same thing. So helping people build their online business or helping coaches. Um, and then when I started this business, I didn't even have an Instagram account. So it's almost similar to like what you've done. Have you just gone into Facebook group, taught yourself, learned it and then go, man, I've had success here. And then, Hey, let's specialize in it. Cause there's not totally. a lot of on it yeah i love yep. that and we just trialed it we just um we said hey who wants to be a part of our you know our beta launch and yep. if this thing works you've got yourself a really red hot deal if you just for trusting us uh if it doesn't <laughs> work then hey you've you've experimented uh, you've probably learned a few things over the way and we'll be you know we'll go our own way yeah. obviously it didn't go that way but um <laughs> it was good fun <laughs> awesome man all right let's get this thing started so where do we start cool. with so part of me, where do we start with it? Yeah. What's your first tip? Oh, cool. First tip would just be in terms of, I mean, first is just create a group. If you've got a business in a specific niche, I mean, who would some of your um, either clients or friends be? Give me, throw some niches out there at me that you know. Yeah. Um, mate, we've got uh, well, business coaches. Um, yep. You've got like, um, what's another one? There's health and fitness. There's ones yep. around like self-love. Cool. Um, anxiety yeah, is a big one. Yeah. You've got passion so, coaches. So, so many right there and then the first three that came out of your mouth was health, wealth and relationships pretty much. Mm. Okay. So, so they're the, the biggest three, you know, pretty much everything. And you know, this comes from 
Uh, I think Russell Brunson was the first to identify this in my world in terms of uh, his book, Expert Secrets. Is like they're the three markets that every niche will fit into, health, wealth, and relationships. If yeah. you're in one of those, you're in luck. A Facebook group's going to be great for you. <laughs> um, why will it be great? If your business revolves around people and needs people to survive and thrive, Facebook groups are going to be the place. So if, you've got, uh, if you're a business coach, let's just talk about business coaching. Yep. You'd want to set up a group that offers value around the skills and strategies that you teach your clients. Your Facebook group, your model would be a free group that you offer value to. You might um, do live trainings. You might get guests in there. You might share tips and tricks, checklists, cheat sheets, blueprints, etc that are going to build trust and rapport with that audience so that one day, someday, maybe two day, they want to work with you and get results in their business. The model looks like, Hey, I've received so much value from you in this free group. I've built enough trust with you. Here's my credit card. I want to be in your inner circle, your paid membership, your coaching program. Mm. that's how it would work for business coaches. So the first tip to summarize that is if you've got your group set up is give more value for free to your people in your free group than what your competitors are charging for. Boom. There you go. Now what's the difference between business coaches and say health and fitness or you know, the wellness in general? What, what's the difference on how you run it? Great question. That would overlay or overlap into all of those, those areas. Um, so if you've got, we've got tons of business coaches, health and fitness, we've got relationship experts, everyone under the sun, pretty much. We've got dog trainers, like hypnotherapists, yeah, all yeah, sorts of crazy and wonderful yeah. things in our groups. Let's say health and fitness. Um, like, Hey, same thing. You might give, you might run a challenge in your group to help people in there. Now you might be helping people get fit, but you also might be helping um, you know, trainers build their businesses. Okay. So yes, it's still business coaching, but you're in that health space of business coaching. Mm. Uh, so if you're helping people get fit, you might run free challenge on the back end of that. It's like, cool. You've just seen some results. Who wants to now step into our, you know, three month, six month, 12 month program to get your body back in shape, your, you know, mind aligned, whatever the things are that you're offering. Mm -hmm. You've just delivered a ton of value in a free challenge or a workout during COVID self, you know, self checklist. Um, and all of these things are building rapport with that audience. They're coming to know, like, and trust you. Uh, I feel like that's so cliche, but everyone should know that uh, now. That's what a Facebook group's going to do for you. So that mm -hmm. first tip is just over deliver to your audience. It may not pay off today. It yeah. may not pay off tomorrow, but I guarantee you, in one month, three months, six months, people are going to be knocking on your door because they're watching every move you make and seeing if you're consistent with it and whether you are still there in the long run. People don't want someone mm. here today and gone tomorrow. Awesome. I'll let you ask the questions because I'll just keep, yeah. keep on going. I would have said from there, like, so, so over delivers the first thing, right? Um, it's yeah. all about free value, over deliver, over deliver. And it's almost like, what are the competitors? What are they, what are they charging? And what are they putting yep. in their programs? Well, I've got to better that from a, from actually giving it out for free. Um, how do we actually get them in the group? Great question. So Instagram's a great place. Instagram, yeah. uh, all of our social platforms, LinkedIn, 
you know, if you use Pinterest, um, your email list, you know, there's a ton of others, Twitter, all, you know, my recommendation, obviously I'm biased towards groups because I've seen the results that they provide is all places and spaces should be pointing back towards your group. Okay. So your website, uh, your, if you've got webinars running, you know, with ads, if you've got people downloading lead magnets online or going through your mini chat bot, everything should have a call to action as the final be all and end all of, Hey, you know, whether you've bought something or not, whether you've downloaded it or not, whether you've watched it or not, just come and hang out in my group. Mm. What and do you think? You've, yeah. You, you ask, go. No, you keep going. This can wait. Well, it's, I think we're both on the, the same path, which is really cool. So yeah. um, first and foremost would be if someone's listening to this, do an audit of all your places that your face is online and what is the link that you're directing people to? So if it's your Instagram bio, like what's your link directing them to? Is it to your website? Now we know that websites don't capture people unless they fill in their email and they give you the real one and they put their name in, you know, but that's like getting less and less and less these days. We've got burner email accounts, etc. Um, you could have a, a multi-link, you know, link there that people can choose things, but I'd be saying, hey, send people towards your group. It's the, it's the softest touch point for them to get in, in and around your people, your circle, your vibe, and just taste and see if you are the person that they want to learn from and eventually or hopefully buy from. So why is it that you think that Facebook groups is yeah. the most effective at really cool. kind of capturing people and everything like that compared to say doing LinkedIn or doing the Instagram or even just having a Facebook page? Yeah, totally. I think I can sum it up in one word, but then there's also another answer to it. The, the, the one word that sums it up is rapport. So on social media, you can build rapport. You can do it via Insta. I, I built an account of 30,000 people um, before I had a Facebook group, but what you can't do is build community on Instagram. You know, what's great about it is you can put your stuff up. People can respond to it, but there's not too much dialogue among the people. Okay. It's usually a one way conversation, mm. Luke and Ryan, Ryan and Luke, but it's never Luke and Kaylee, you know, or something like that. Unless mm. you're commenting in the comments, it doesn't go anywhere. That's what, Facebook groups can do. Um, it builds rapport. Now you can, you can sell on LinkedIn, you can sell on Insta, don't get me wrong, um, by your website. But when you're looking to nurture somebody, you know, a prospect through an experience with you, it usually takes a bit more than one or two hits. And the marketing world has come to such a point where things are pushed and forced upon people so heavily. Uh, all you have to do is scroll through a newsfeed to see some form of ad or someone's sales letter to know that people are aware of that these days. And from the research we've done over like hundreds of entrepreneurs and also not entrepreneurs, people that are just within groups, groups are the one thing they jump on Facebook and go straight to to find what they're looking for. They don't jump on there to just search through their feed to look for research or to get answers. They go straight mm. to a group, mm -hmm. they look for it and they ask the question. Yeah, nice. And so that's a few things there, but that's some of the differing um, points and why, why we push so heavily for people to join groups. Awesome, man. Let's talk about names for a second. I've, I've like, um, I mean, yeah. one of the reasons why I got you, I wanted to get you on this because I, 
I mean, I've gone through your experience. I found, I don't, know, don't even know where I found your group, but yeah, I love the way you approached it. Um, I'm, cool. I'm, I've got a, my background sales, right? And my style is an assertive, but non-pushy style. And it's like, that's awesome. what I got from you. And I'm like, you just, you, it's very rare that you get it these days. Like you, you generally, Agreed. especially in the coaching space, it's like people are the opposite end of the scale. They're just trying to sell straight up or they're just no sales at all. And it's having that middle ground. That's what I loved about you. And I'm like, this guy instantly got my attention Cheers, by doing that. Um, and it, mate, it works. It works so well. So talking about names, and this is a, one of the tips I yeah. got from you is because I had my, my name, because I, I started my group about two, uh, probably two months ago. And when it comes to Facebook, man, I suck. I've learned Instagram, but now I'm like, all right, let's move over to the, to the Facebook groups. Everyone's talking about Facebook groups and Yep. I've been talking about it for a while, but I've resisted going there because I'm like, it's not the area. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about names. I have a name called The Leading Coach, which is actually my um, program name, one of my offers. And that was just what I started with. I've changed it now. I actually kind of, I got to, I, I kind of stole your name a little bit. Um, cool. I've changed it now and made it a little bit more broad and it, man, it just sits so much better. So can we just talk about how we should yeah. actually name our group? Yeah. And I think you raised a great point there. You know, you named it initially after your program, which makes logical sense in the world of like, Hey, I've got a business name or a program. Let's just name it that. <laughs> so people know about the thing that we're offering yeah. or selling. Um, and dude, you're in a, a, a large bucket there of, of most people and there's nothing wrong with that. Where you want to go over and above is like, okay, we need to cast or think about casting a broad net because um, even though we've been chatting for a while, you know, I still wouldn't be able to quote your program name or business name, et cetera. And if we think about our audiences, how many of them know exactly the name of what we're offering or selling just in the people that are in our audience. Okay. Yeah. There might be some Yeah. think about one circle bigger than that. The people mm. that don't know us, if they're searching for something that we offer, how can they search for that? that if they've got no idea what it's called. Exactly, so yeah. most likely they're not going on Google to search Ryan Bowles's program because <laughs> they probably don't, they don't know who I am. They don't mm. know I've got a program. So we want to capture a wider net. And so that's where you've come to in the point of uh, naming your group. So for someone listening to this, when I say capture a wider net, think about the market or niche that you're in and let's talk to those people. Think about what they're Googling, what they're searching on YouTube. You know, they're the big search engines. Um, and it's probably like, like if we talk coaches or fitness or um, relationships, they're some of the big words already. You know, business coach, relationships, um, love, health, you know, wealth, uh, strategy, tech, you know, there's technical groups for all sorts of stuff. Um, we want to cast it wide so that someone searching on Facebook at the, the drop of a hat would come across hopefully your group when they have no idea who you are. So our group is called Facebook Group Secrets. Now, I would love to change that name because I don't believe it's the hottest name in the world, but it's about Facebook. It's about their groups. And there's a whole bunch of stuff in there that people should know that they don't know. Okay? <laughs> That's then, it. Pretty straightforward. Uh, yeah. And our tagline, you know, is just, you know, how to grow, engage and monetize your group. So mate, what would you change it to out of curiosity? If you could like, you know, you, you can go back and you can make it happen. What would you change it to now that you know, in uh, hindsight? Yeah. 
Oh, hindsight. I can't even remember. We were jamming out on ideas. I put a poll to the group and this is where it happened. I was like, maybe I'll ask the group and share some of the ideas that we've been furiously um, brainstorming. And the resounding answer that came back out of all of these genius ideas that we had was mm. don't change the name of the group. We love it how it is. Mm. And that's what our audience told us that we're in the group. So yeah. why would we go against that? Yeah, are you saying from a um, from a searchability factor, you're like, I can improve this? Is that why you considered that you were thinking, oh, maybe I should change the group? No, I was I was coming from the point of like we've got a solid foundation of epic business owners and coaches and entrepreneurs in this group. Mm. Um, I'm really happy with the momentum of it, and our group, you know, gets recommended thanks to Facebook's algorithm to people in similar spaces or places. Mm. It also gets recommended from our members to people that they know. So we've got a huge organic, you know, um, piece of that puzzle working for us. I wanted to name it something a bit cooler now that, you know, those things were already in place, but our group, you know, had the final decision and it was like overwhelming. How many people said, why would you change it? It's perfect. Yeah. So, we Mate, it's kind of people. like one of those things where you're thinking up of a brand, like a, a shoe brand or a clothing brand. It's kind of like, totally. mate, in, in the moment, you can make up the stupidest name, but once you've got a brand behind it and there's some yeah. sort of image that represents it, mate, it don't matter, really. Like, <laughs> like what, is, what is Adidas or Nike? Exactly, exactly. Like, we just know it because we wear them. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, anyway, I, yeah, great, great naming question. Yeah. Well, what's another so, example in different industries? I'm yeah, like, well, and I'd also love to get specific because I don't like giving fluff um, hmm. for anyone listening. If you've got pen and paper out, you know, focus on those first three words to four words of your, your group name. Um, we want to maximize those with the keywords so that someone searching finds that thing they're looking for. So, you know, we don't want it to be... Um, something about our personal name, our business name up front, because people aren't searching for that unless you are Tony Robbins, okay? Or Robert Kiyosaki or whoever the person is. We want it to be very nice and broad, specific. Let's just get them into our world, you know, Facebook groups. There's so many things within Facebook groups people need to learn about. Let's just get them into the group and then whittle down on what are the specifics that they're searching for and help them with those. Um, so yeah, wanted to give that tactical piece for those listening. Awesome. And what's, question yeah, I was going to say like, um, what's an example of say a, a good group name? Let's just use um, health and fitness, a good group name. And what's a shitty group name? Oh, cool. Yeah. So uh, let's, let's start with a, a crappy group name first. And it would be like um, how to get fit in 30 days using almond milk and nothing else okay that's like, a sick group name <laughs> right let's just look at the first couple of words how yeah. to get you know three wasted words before you even get to a keyword of fitness mm. all right so you know to flip that we would want uh and and that's more of a, a sales line how to get fit you know but you might um you know name it over 40s fit club Okay, so that might still be a shocking name because you're over 40s. Like, you know, are people really looking for that? You'd want to jump on Google Trends, um, just pop, 
chuck that into Google and find out what are the keywords and start eliminating the ones that people aren't searching for in your market and the ones that they are searching for, throw those in. Okay. Um, so let's just say you helped people over forties get fit. You might um, type in fast fitness for, and then that, that demographic. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so fitness is the, the major keyword and I'm making this up on the spot. Um, throw some stuff at me if you've, if you've got some stuff, you know, fast fitness for men. Mm. You might just start there. Right. You've got fitness, male, and then you can go for men over 40s looking for this, this, and this. Beautiful. And if it's like, if, if you only dealt with people in, say, a country, let's just say you dealt with only in Australia, would right, you mention Australia yeah. in there? So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So you might say um, fitness for Aussie men. Mm. Okay. And then the taglines over 40s, come and join, yep. you know. Yep. So you want something, you know, really short, sharp. It's got to be three, four words and it's like, it's just your words. Yeah. yeah, totally. Cool. Hopefully that's helpful for everyone. Yeah, man. It was, um, it was when I was going through it, I learned about it. It's definitely helpful. Cause I actually learned that you put your name there. And this is one question they asked you. I, um, uh, I put in a comment on your page and cause I got told that you put your name, like you put your, whatever your group name is by your name. Um, sure. so it's just, it's, it's just, it's just amazing how you learn all this different stuff. Yeah. But well, it's interesting yeah. and it could, it could totally be subjective, but if I were to ask you, um, and don't, you don't have to be exact. How many people are in the world? I don't, I don't even know like what it's up to now. What, what was the last half. figure? You, Seven yeah, and a half right? I heard, yeah. Billion. Yeah. How many people know Luke Page? Oh, geez. Not many. Right. So how many people are searching for Luke? You know? Exactly, like, yeah. If I look in the mirror, it's like, man, I'm, I might have a bigger audience than the next guy, but out of the world, no one's searching for me. Mm. They're just searching for a solution to that Facebook group problem. Yep. 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 So exactly. let's let them find that solution and then get to know me after the fact. Mm, so that the name in the, uh, your personal name in the group name would only really come when, you know, you're worldwide, like you're known around the world type thing. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. If you've cool. got a global brand. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. On what the flip side, yeah. if you've got a, if you've got a paid, you know, group where you, your clients and members are, Totally mm -hmm. put your name in there. So like our paid one is, you know, our profitable group program by Ryan Bowles. Mm. Like, totally. Cause that's not, I'm not looking for organic search in that. I just want my clients to know that's the group. Yeah. That makes sense. What, so discovering the group, um, can you, can you run, can you run Facebook ads to a group? Um, if Ooh. you can, do you recommend it? Uh, good question. Yeah. Great question. It's the most bizarre thing that Mark Zuckerberg comes out last year and has a whole, you know, speech and like rollout of like, we're going to be putting all our emphasis into groups over the next however long period. Yet you cannot directly promote groups via ads. It's bizarre. So if you try and do it, there's like one specific method that you can boost a post that has a join button to your group. Okay. There's one specific way to do that, but it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It like you will, you will pour money down the drain trying to get someone to click that button. Mm -hmm. The only way 
you can get people to join your group via ads is indirectly. And it comes back to the first point or so that we were talking about as to where you're pointing people. So here's the thing. You set up your ad, you run a lead magnet campaign. People go to your site or download it via ManyChat. They receive or see the thing that you're offering, my free 3,700 point checklist to a million dollar business. And at the bottom or thank you page of that thing, it says, hope you enjoy. Also, I've got a fantastic group. Come and join it. Here's the button. Mm. Or they've gone through your bot sequence. You've gone, here's the PDF for the thing that you wanted to download. P.S. I've got a group. Come and join. Awesome. So you, that, because I, I did a quick Google yesterday because um, I'm thinking, hmm, I might do the old paid ad to see if that works. Um, and, and I quickly read that, yeah, you, it doesn't work with directly to the groups. They were saying that you can run a um, just a like to your page and anyone that likes it, you invite them that way. Do you, what, yep. what do you reckon out of those yeah, two lot, strategies? There's lots, of, there's lots of ways around it, but it's around, all indirect. It's all yeah. indirect, yeah. Um, do you think the like having the lead magnet as opposed to running them to your Facebook page and then inviting them that way? Do you think there would yeah, be great any, question. which, which one would be more ideal? Depends on the niche that you're in. So let's just use um, dog trainers or something in the dog industry, right? And this, I use this because um, with a like campaign, you need a post to go viral to gain likes on that thing. In the business coaching space, it's much harder to post a piece and you know promote, advertise, boost it for that post to gain lots of traction unless you are known in the space and unless it is ridiculously valuable, like highly tactical stuff. Okay. So when you create a light campaign, that post needs to be really polarizing to gain people hitting that like button on it. So I use the dog example because you could say, would you prefer this dog or this dog? You know, would you do this or that? Or like post up a really ridiculously cute dog and the dog community are so, you know, passionate about their animals. Love they the will dogs. just they yeah. will love that thing out of the, the, yeah. the Facebook world. Yeah. So from there, it's really easy to then go, hey, you have to you have to actually have to invite them to like your page. And then the next step is invite them to your group. Gotcha. It's a long process. Mm-hmm. And the campaign itself can be really cheap if the post is very polarizing or super uh, viral. That's mm. what I'm saying. But when it comes to more serious topics, it's harder to create that virality uh, or that value and get people to smash the like button. Sick. All right. Well, we'll um, we've created our name. We've got some people into our group now. Our next step is to, well, we're doing all this free content, amazing content. How do yeah. we warm this group up and keep them engaged, Ooh. mate? How do we do this? Mate, that is a great question. And right now, Facebook are just playing with the algorithms, something crazy. Um, we're noticing changes daily. There's two versions of Facebook currently on, I don't know, do you know about those and what one are you using? Is that to do with like this thing you, I mean, I wouldn't even know, but this thing new facade, is it? Is that what you're talking about? Yep. Yeah. Facebook version five. Right. Um, It's been rolling out and tested for months and months, like since late last year. Some people have been forced that way already. Some people have had the option to choose and to go back. Um, some people haven't even seen or been given that option yet. So there's a lot going behind the scenes. It's been glitching and there's been a whole bunch of stuff that we've noticed in our clients. 
all that to say, um, be aware of it. But at any time, they can absolutely give us the slap and just pull that organic reach or that engagement away from the people that we've, you know, so hard, you know, worked to get towards our group. Mm. Um, so talking about engagement, we talk about four pieces of content that every group owner should know about. And if you were, if anyone's listening along to visualize, um, draw a quadrant, you know, in your mind with four even quads or even squares, each of those squares represents, you can draw this if you want, each of those squares represents about 25% of content in the top uh, left-hand quadrant. We've got valuable pieces. That's what we talked about first delivering value, live interviews, question, you know, Q and A's, um, checklists, resources, etc. If we move across in the top uh, half to the right quadrant, we've got share pieces. This is where we're wanting our members to talk about the one thing that they love talking about themselves. And that is themselves. This is where you, this is where you kick in. Yeah. <laughs> themselves. Exactly. Ooh. Prize goes to Luke. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Lucky, uh, lucky caller. So yeah, <laughs> we all love talking about ourselves. You know, that's what I'm doing on this podcast. Like that's the reason why people jump on podcasts. Right. Um, so ask them about their own stuff, their own business, their own fitness, um, their own dream house that they want. If you've got a real estate group. Okay. So we want them talking about the things that they're passionate about and getting them to open up. It builds trust. It builds connection, community, and on the back end, we're winning because the engagement is higher. Everything and above. Yeah, go for it. I was going to say the way you do that is that by asking questions. So you do a post and you're literally asking a question. Literally. literally yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, as simple as it could be, if you've got a dog group, if we stand down that train, it's like, hey, do you take your dog for a walk in the morning or the afternoon? Mm-hmm. What, what do you guys do? I mean, we're a little bit all over the shop. I mean, my, um, yeah. my wife takes him in the morning sometimes. I'm more of an yeah. afternoon walker, but mate, all over the shop, yeah? Yeah, right. There you go. And right now you're going through lockdown, so it's even different again. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. So, but like, that's the sort of question that'll just, you know, get your audience to open up and have a bit of a conversation and they'll get to know each other and everyone has a good time. So it's, it should be nice and fun is yep. what I'm saying. We don't want to necessarily ask a question like, what's the biggest challenge right now that you have in your life in regards to dating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's not the sort of question we're asking in this piece of content. Yeah. But when we drop below to the bottom two quadrants, uh, on the left-hand side, we've actually got painful pieces of content or painful questions. You'd know this in sales. It's like, we're just trying to find out where that person is right now and where they ultimately would like to be. So if we use the, the dog example, it's like out of one to 10, would you say your dog is trained like a, you know, a superhero or is, is it just like wild and you can't control it? One being wild, 10 being superhero, you know, where's yeah. your dog at? Okay. Someone says, Oh, two, you know, I come home and there's mess everywhere. You know, I've got to clean the carpets again. And it goes to point out to that person that, huh, I've still got like eight levels above me till my dog is well-trained. Do we, with that one, so uh, out of one to 10, 
what level of, let's just say, what level of obedience is your dog on a lead? Yeah. Would you follow up with and why? Or do you get them to give the number and then you actually reply to that? Yeah, dude, you've nailed it. Um, let's keep the conversation going in the comments. So if they've said, you know, he's a nine. Okay, cool. Why is he a nine? Mm. Like, yep. let's, let's jam out in the comments. You know, we're building engagement. We're working on the community and the rapport that they see us showing up, talking back and, and um, you know, getting to know them a whole lot better and listening. And that will take you a long, long way. Now, because you've asked that question, if someone says two, you're like, Luke, man, it sounds like your dog is doing something that you don't want it to do. Would you like some help with getting him back on track? Mm. And you do you do that no if you want? Do you do that publicly or do you do that privately? So do you send them a private publicly, message yeah. or you do that in the actual comments? Yeah, no, we love to teach to our you know teach our clients do that publicly. You yep. know, we're not we're not creating a shame barrier around sales, which mm -hmm. I think there's a, a huge you know thing. I'm not a mindset coach, but I think there's a huge shame barrier around sales. Mm. Um, off topic, but in terms of sales. You know, a good friend of mine years ago when I was struggling with my own stuff, she just said, like, dude, going through the sales process with someone isn't to, you know, you don't determine a win whether they buy or not. You determine it a win whether they make a decision or not. And if you help them make a decision that's a no decision, mm. then that's totally fine. You've actually helped them better their life, their business, their dog, whatever the thing is. So you don't determine the results or the success on mm. did I close them or not? It's like, did I help them come to a decision and move forward with where they're at? Yeah, so coming back to the comment side of things, yep. yeah, keep it public. Hey, Luke, like, would you like some help with it? I can shoot you a, a DM and jam out some ideas right now if you like. Sweet. That's um, as simple as we, we keep it. Yeah. I had a question around that. Go in, let's, let's head into the fourth quadrant. It might come back. Cool. Yeah, the fourth quadrant. This is where we want to drum up leads. The favorite word, keyword on everybody's lips, how do I get the leads? Yeah. So what, what a question for you. What have you seen in groups that have had people raising their hands um, wanting to hear more about certain offers? What, what are just some of the pieces of content you may have seen? Ask that question again. What are some of the pieces of content you've seen to get people to say, Luke, I'd love to hear more about that or Ryan or whoever. Um, pieces of content. Are you referring? I'm not too sure the context of the question there. Yeah. It could be like on a live video and someone said, yep, I'd love to hear more about that offer. Okay. So like a live video would be an example of a piece of content yep. that could have someone desire or want to talk about your program, your membership or your coaching. Mm. Um, have you seen other ways that people have created their, you know, enough desire in their audience to raise their hand and say, I'd like to hear about that. Um, well, there's not totally cool. I would say through like results. Yeah. Like talking about client results. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah, absolutely. Sharing so testimonials. Yep. Yeah. Um, one, it, it creates inspiration. But also that desire of like, man, Luke is crushing it um, and he's in Ryan's program. Maybe it's time for me to talk to Ryan about, you know, what he could help me with. So, mm. yeah, testimonials, client results. Um, and that 
practically speaking might be like, Hey, Luke just, you know, hit a million, um, using one specific strategy of ours, just drop the word strategy below and, um, we'll shoot you a message with what he got involved with to do that, Beautiful. to do that thing. All right. So so basically, oh, so there's more from that quadrant. So testimonials, there's live videos. There's yeah, there's testimonials. What else we got? Yeah. Um, so you might have a, you might hold a webinar, monthly webinar, weekly, whatever the thing is to teach and train and equip. And then at the end, offer your thing. Webinars are, are really common. You might have specific like posts, text, copy posts that go into your group um, that qualify people right there and then tell them who this is for, who it's not for and how many people you're looking for um, to work with on that offer. And again, they might drop a keyword. They might drop a GIF. Okay. To show that they're interested in the thing. Um, yeah. They're like sort of the three main ways that you would, you would do that. Beautiful. So we've got the, the 25% roughly say we've got, you know, 25% of value around your craft. Yep. 25% is around about getting the members to share and talk about themselves. So just ask them a lighthearted question and yep. then you just want to create engagement within the conversation. Then if we're dropping into the lower quadrants, we've got pain questions. So questions to identify what pain they're experiencing based off the problem that you solve. Exactly. And then we've got the last quadrant, which is how would you, what's the word that we would define it as leads? Leads, How do we create leads? Yeah. How do we create leads out of this? Yeah. So from the, because my next question was around about um, like monetizing. I mean, is that ultimately it? is the monetizing part where we're doing all that, the combination of it. And then we're just ultimately asking them, Hey, do you want this? I've got this here. Do you want it? Do you want to explore it? Yeah. I mean, it depends. It is case by case on your business model. If you've, if you run launches, you know, uh, once a month or once a quarter and you literally don't sell until that launch day, you know, comes and the, the cart opens, you may do things differently. You might hold off on generating leads through your group and you're focusing on the three quadrants building up to the launch day. Okay. When you have a set post or video and the cart is now open for your coaching program and that's where your leads and sales begin. You might have an evergreen process where you take in clients, you know, every day of the week. Uh, and then you will wrap your content around those four pieces Uh, It depends on your model, but yeah, ultimately it's like, Hey, we're delivering value. We're getting our community to share about themselves and open up. We're discovering where they are right now and ultimately where they'd like to be. And we're giving them options continually to just jump into a conversation with us. We're real people. We love to have fun. You know, we've got your back and uh, why not work with us? Awesome, man, mate. um, This has been really good stuff. And do you know what I love about it is that, this ain't fluff. It's nothing worse than doing a podcast. It's just fluff, fluff, fluff. Mate, love it. <laughs> Mate, seriously. Um, <laughs> you get on the podcast, it's like, did I actually learn anything then? That's yeah, right. It got... must be painful sitting on the other side, you know, interviewing yeah. you like, oh. Yeah. Um, Mate, is there anything before we wrap this thing up? Anything else that you want to leave us on? Oh, that's a great question. I would say over the next 12 months, add in Facebook groups to your 12 month plan and double down on focusing on that. And there's no, there's no reason if you're starting brand new in the next 12 months, you cannot be at a six figure run rate. 
Uh, there's no reason if you've got a group currently, you can't be multi six figures or well and truly more from doubling down on your Facebook group. So put focus on that, get it on your whiteboard, on your sticky notes, tattoo it on your hand, whatever the thing is. And don't give up on it because literally it's what people are crying out for is community and they want that relationship before they buy from you. Awesome, man. So it's almost, it's like, make sure you do it, but also have patience around building this thing. Uh, yeah, play, play it long-term. You can definitely yeah. get results quick. You know, we've got guys that jump in and I think our record is like 10K in 48 hours from one of our fastest members, but like it's long-term as well. Yeah. It's exponential definitely. growth. Awesome, man. Well, Bolsey, mate, thank you so much for coming on. Pagey, do you get called that? Pagey's the name, mate. Yeah, Pagey, I get that back in the... Uh, no, I mean, I still get it from my uh, mates because I grew up in the, in the west of Melbourne, so a little bit rougher there, but Pagey, mate, yep. absolutely. Pagey, Pagey. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, bro. Hey there, hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date with podcasts that I release every couple of weeks. And if you've enjoyed the the episode, please, I really, really appreciate it if you leave me a review. And you can also find me on Instagram at Luke underscore page.